Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 662 recorded live on Saturday, December 5th, 2020. And here are your hosts, the man who will hopefully indulge me with a little game, Dave Play. Does it involve between making a choice between left and right? No, no, it does not. Okay. Are are you in? Uh, Do I have a choice? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the man who's got a picture for him to look at, Andy Lowe, hi. Oh, shit. All right, hang on. Let me, I assume you're going to send that to Google. Yes. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I am sending you a photo. Um, I'm not going to be able to post this one on (laughs) Facebook. This is actually from uh, one of uh, my Facebook friends. Would you like to describe the photo? Uh, It is of uh, a woman sitting in front of a bunch of video games with a Lego Saturn V rocket in the background. Uh, Looks probably... I think this is not Andy's house. No, I'm pretty this is sure not. that's not Andy's house. No, it is not. Uh, she's sitting at a desk with uh, some sort of uh, phone-based VR system. So this is where you plug the phone into the the headset, and the phone does all of the the heavy lifting. It is plugged in, I assume, for power, and she has a remote in her hand, probably playing. A game. I'm going to guess. Keep this, talking. This, yes, 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 hey, explodes. Is that your guess? That, she's that not was playing Beat Saber. No, that that's, yeah, this was my I'm, question. I mean, was for what game do you think she is playing? Oh, K-Tane. You are correct, sir. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> How's that? I also was able to just look at that and go, "Oh, she's probably playing." Keep talking and nobody explodes. <laughs> Why else would you plug your phone into a VR system? It does not have the ability to like handle anything more intense than keep talking and nobody explodes. But yeah, she posted this there and you know, people were putting questions and I'm just like, keep talking, nobody explodes. And she's like, yes. And I'm like, wait, am, am, are you right? Am I right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> So I'm I was more impressed at the, the Lego Saturn V. Honestly, I know. But. Yeah, I love how in your description <laughs> it was. Well, she's sitting in a room with a Lego Saturn V in the background. Well, so, so to be clear, I, my eyes were drawn to her, and then I'm like, no, no, no. Describe the environment first, and so then I went to the left of her, and then I went to the right. There's nothing to the right. Like, I don't know what that round thing is by the door. There is a level by the door, which um, is kind of. A weird thing to have there i think that round thing is that a what's what's that game called roulette no <laughs> that's not a roulette wheel croken croconole i'm giving you a blank stare that you can't see c-r-o-k-i-n-o-l-e c-r-o-k-i-n-o-l-e croconole Ah, yeah, sure enough. That is what it looks like. like a dexterity board game. It's curling <laughs> on the table. Yeah, no, we uh, we have a couple of That'll these the boards. Actual curling. Yeah, we have a couple of these <laughs> boards at the curling club. So this game also Canadian, too. Hey, I'm 
and her choice of video of uh, not video games uh board games yeah no i saw yeah tickets to ride back there as well yeah i'm gonna go with she does something in graphic design uh she's actually a nurse okay that was actually my second guess Sure it was. Believe it or not, that was going to be my second guess. Well, she's yes. got like this color wheel thing on her arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. It's a, a tattoo that is very color wheel reminiscent. But yeah, no, uh, props to you for being able to look at the photo just like I Identify did. Identify the <laughs> one video game that exists on a phone-based VR system? Yeah, no. pretty much. No, sir. Did not get credit for that. Also. <laughs> Was to be YouTube? Well, that's what I told her. It's Facebook three like, D. I told her it's like you're not flailing around like a crazy person in your photo, so it's that that throws out a lot of the VR game. It's certainly not like Beat Saber. <laughs> also, you're not playing Beat Saber on a goddamn. It's not powerful enough. Not to render it in three D with like full whatever. And even if it were powerful enough, it doesn't have the right input for it. No. So there you go. I I played your game, sir. <laughs> and I win. Well, congratulations on that. As it should be. As it should be. Yeah, that's all I had for the intro. So if you wanna if you wanna take it from here, Dave. Oh, <laughs> You don't have anything more about that. Just like, ah, what is she playing? Look at this picture. What's she playing? Yeah. That'd be an interesting, like, I wonder how, what, what sort of games you could come up with from that about, like, watching people play games. Well, there was actually, um, what was the, I swear there was an art exhibit. <clears throat> people playing video games. Sounds like a terrible thing as an art exhibit. <laughs> no, I don't want video games as art. There, somebody did an exhibition of um, basically portraits, and th- th- they were putting the the video game on a, a glass panel in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So the person was literally like looking at the screen playing, right. and that's when the, the artist took the portrait. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I, I, God, trying to find that here would probably just be... Possibly? I don't know. I mean... Video game portrait photography. Is it Phil Toledano? I... Hell if I know. <laughs> oh, it, it looks like... A, a series called Gamers. Maybe. It seems also that the um, Smithsonian American Art Museum, during their exhibit, yeah, uh, the challenge of representing interactivity appears at the start of the exhibit as visitors enter past projected video from a series of video games. The first room is filled with artifacts from the history of games, including concept art and packaging, but the game themselves are nowhere to be seen. Oh, okay, in the first room is a set of videos of different changing faces where each player is engaged with a game we cannot see. We can witness their intensity, their emotional responses, even their occasional shifting back and forth as they engage with their controls, but we only have a narrow window into their experience of the video game. 
Okay. So the Smithsonian did something very similar to this when they had their video game art exhibit. Yeah, right. That's kind of an, an interesting take. I, so I'm wondering, so if I took a video game screen cap and like pixelated it, like super pixelated, like one big pixel, and then broke that up and, and unpixelated the image slowly, I wonder how long it would take for people to recognize what game it was. And I, I bet you could make a, like a show of that or a, a, at least a game of that. So it's kind of like name that tune, but that sounds like a, a light a late night right right sounds like one of those late night PAX panels right like figure out what game this is. It wouldn't be too hard to do because you yeah you would just have to yeah just you'd pixelate it up or technically <clears throat> pixelate it down. Yep, and then just undo undo yeah. undo. undo. Until you, yeah, go backwards more and more and more until somebody can guess the video. Yeah, no, that could that could be easy to do. So what I need you to do, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is just start cre- screen capping a bunch of games. I I wouldn't even need to screen cap, right? I could take screenshots that other people have done. Yes, uh, and do what, Andy? I don't know. Do uh, start <laughs> start up a. a <laughs> Uh, create a YouTube video of it. A YouTube video of it? Because you can't For really... For what purpose? I don't know, just to, to get, you know, hash out the, the details. Okay, so you don't really know. You're just like, ah, no. just do this. Yeah. Do this thing. Yeah, do this. Just, just do it. Do do your thing. Do do a thing. Yep, it's it's your thing. Do what you're gonna do. I can't <laughs> tell you. Stop just, it. Okay. Stop it. <laughs> we are not allowed to sing, sir. That does include quoting song lyrics. Actually, includes quoting song lyrics. So quote away. <laughs> no, I'm okay now. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I I kind of it though, and like test friends. I have a I have a coworker who did as one of the after break activities, and this was years ago. Uh, he did a name that tune video game where he played clips of video game music and people like raced to buzz in to to say what it was. You may not be surprised. I won handily. Well, of course. Yeah. Oh, well, shoot. <sighs> um, I guess tonight I could have seen uh, a, a SpaceX Starlink train. Yeah. I guess according to somebody here, Looked up about 6.30 tonight and saw single file, no flashing lights, only a single white bean moving from southwest to northeast. 20 to 25 of them. Oof. I, I haven't actually seen... Have you seen, seen the rendering? Ha- of what it will look like when they're all... Have you all... seen what it's, what it's going to look like? Yeah. No, I've seen, I've seen a couple of them, but I, you know, having a chance to actually see that many of a launch, I wonder if they're still overhead <laughs> or not. Probably not. No, they are moving way too fast for that. I know. It's supposed to look bad. Uh, okay, 627, 636, 647. Oh, 647 p.m. <laughs> tomorrow. Should be a bunch of them right around the 6 o'clock time tomorrow. So there we go. Okay. So Okay, so yeah, if I go out tomorrow around 630, then maybe, yeah. <clears throat> I also have to remember to do that to tomorrow. Find, 
that video. Um, Set a timer. Yep. You you have an Alexa. You can tell it right now. She's in the other room, and I don't really want to yell. Kids. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah. Don't wake up the kids. That would not be good. Do you remember there was a game when we were very young called called Don't Don't Wake Wake Daddy? Yeah, Don't Wake Daddy, yep. Is that just like it's the reverse? Like, that's not what it actually is. Oh, man. Yeah, here we go. Starlink simulation when all of them are in orbit. How do I link to this thing? Oh, yeah. No, I don't doubt it. I think I've seen that one before. Yep. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. What Should we like move into actual topics or something? Is that where we are? Sure, if you want to. It's where we can be. I, I don't mind that. I'm all right with that. No, it's it's we're we're pretty far in right now, so we should probably actually hit topics. Okay, okay. Uh, so do, do you want to start a little thing? <laughs> do you want to start with the good news or the bad news? Oh, why why do I have, why do we have a good news bad news thing? I don't want a good news bad news thing. <laughs> I want just good news. Why can't I just have good news, Andy? Well, because we live in 2020. Why do you force upon me the idea of bad? Because it's 2020. Ha, ha, ha. Shirk. Um, I was going to talk real quick because I don't think this is even listed as a topic. Ha, ha. Um, the House voted to legalize marijuana. Oh, no, I didn't put that as a topic. Doesn't mean jack shit, though. Absolutely not. There's no way in fucking hell the Senate's going to pick it up. Nope. Uh, That said, Madison, of all places, has decriminalized marijuana. Welcome welcome to Ann Arbor. Like what Ann Arbor used to be. Yeah. Right? Ann Arbor, you actually could still get fined. It was just like a misdemeanor. Yeah. Uh, Madison Council approves men who decriminalize marijuana. People 18 and older will be allowed to use or possess up to 28 grams of cannabis and save permission. Analia will also not be punished. Fines for violence by having more than 28 reduced to a dollar. To a dollar, you say? <laughs> I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar. A dollar. Evidently you can't. Well, actually, so distributing is still illegal. Oh, okay. It's one of those weird things. You can have it, and you can smoke it, but you can't sell it. Well, not welcome to Ann Arbor, because, oh my god, the amount of cannabis places over here in Michigan right now is just... Well, because it's legal there now. I know. (laughs) I was going to say, the number of cannabis places in Michigan is too damn high. Uh, I'm sure it's a like a well-known meme among the the pot community, but that's still damn funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how many pot places are there in Kalamazoo? Oh, well, let me look it up. I go to Kalamazoo and search what dispensary? Yeah, pot dispensary. Probably Kalamazoo. what you need to search. <laughs> Weedmaps.com, of course. 
Really? Find your strain. Uh, all right. I did the greater Kalamazoo area, and it looks like there are <clears throat> 13. Oh, some of these are duplicates, though. You have the Loom Cannabis Company, Compassionate Care. Uh, what is this? Kalamazoo. Kanamazoo Dispensary Medical Recreation uh, Curbside Pickup. <laughs> I, wow, exclusive Kalamazoo, Herbology Kalamazoo, The Refinery, mm-hmm. Mint Cannabis. Well, I'm noticing one of them is rather close to Western's campus. Oh, the one on Stadium? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> no, you do not need to know my location. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know you use cookies. I believe it. You're you're probably suffering from the munchies. <laughs> Eight, nine, ten. Looks like yeah, ten, ten dispensaries in the Greater Kalamazoo area. Uh, Ann Arbor and Ipsy combined have about twenty-five. Yeah, I could see that. A lot of them in the downtown area. Yeah, I could see that as well. Arbor's Wellness off of Liberty. Wait, how are there two at the corner of William and Maynard? Oh, they're the same one. Okay. I don't know why the same one is on there twice, but the same one is on there twice. Is that... Wait, what? Are they like the bottom of Tower Plaza? Is that a dispensary now? (laughs) Or is that where NYPD was? Hang on. This warrants further investigation. Ah, okay, there's Tower Plaza. Treehouse 603. Gee, what does that sound like? That's a surprisingly clean place. Yeah, that is... There's two monitors on the wall. One says adult use, the other says medicinal. There's ATM in the back of the building. I think that's this. Treehouse 603. It's where NYPD Pizza used to be. Okay. Evidently, NYPD is still there. They just lost the corner. Man, what a brilliant idea, though. Like, have a pizzeria next to the pot dispensary? Hey, that, why not? Oh, and now there's a bubble tea store right there, too. You got (laughs) pot, pizza, and bubble tea in a row. That sounds like a good night. And it's friggin' across the street from the old apartment. So anyway, it's not legal in Madison. It's just less illegal now. That's a that's a plus. <clears throat> I I think so. A step in the I right think direction. That we I, I think that the House bill is actually a really good idea and that these like people who are in jail for possession of marijuana is that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That should not be the case. They they should have their records expunged. They should be released. If they're only crime, no, that's not why they should be in jail. Or rather, they should jail for that. <clears throat> oh, I'll have to save this for... Can I save a Facebook post? Add what are you doing your... on Facebook, Andy? 
Save this for later. I, uh, it was still open from earlier because I had gotten that picture off of Facebook. Mm. And somebody asked a question, <laughs> but that people were talking about used Cisco gear, which I thought Cisco doesn't like people selling their gear used now anymore. <clears throat> so there's a big discussion thread on there, and I don't have the time at the moment to, to read no, through it. No, no, no. Uh, that said... We we can we can dovetail that into another thing that should be a topic, but I haven't looked at the topic list, so I have no idea if it is. I'm a bad co-host. Um, Tesla is now releasing documentation on how their cars work and what you would need to do to do things like repair them. What? Tesla releases service manual, diagnostic tools, and more for free. Hmm. Hmm. Partly because in Massachusetts, they passed a law saying the right to repair. repair. Yeah. So this is a consequence of the right to repair. Go to service tesla.cn and then you can you create account with country set to China and access level diagnostic level software and second screen films extra details like this. Really? Evidently. Not a bug, but a feature. Yep. So yeah, you can you can now get uh Tesla service manuals. Huh. Granted, See, if, I'm bringing if, it bring it I, to the top. If I had a Tesla I'm not sure at the moment right now if I would want to take it to an independent repair shop. If the independent repair shop had access to all of the manuals, I I would love to take it to a like Tesla certified independent shop. Yes, yes. No, Tesla certified independent shop, sure. But that said, you buying a Tesla just got harder. Oh, yeah, the Michigan law were... Uh, not, was it a law or was it... So Michigan had a law that was like, uh, you can't sell a car directly to customers. And then Tesla went around that by doing the like, oh, drive down to Ohio. We'll sell it to you in Michigan or some bullshit like that. I don't know. Um, But that has evidently been closed. I don't get it, man. Like, do the auto dealers and just pay that much money to the Michigan government and to the like of all the lobbies to have a stranglehold it's the fucking auto dealers which in itself is like a whole weird thing that it's like familial lineage auto dealerships pass from from like parent to child yeah i don't know <laughs> but i can actually spin this into a topic on the list too because for uh gm wants to get into electric vehicles GM owns Cadillac, and yes. General Motors said, um, let's see, it, uh, is it, <clears throat> where's the thing there? Yeah, GM said, hey, we need you to update your dealership to handle electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you don't... And the dealer said... If, okay, yeah. If, if you don't want to do the $200,000 in mandated, in mandated upgrades including the charging infrastructure, training, and tooling to handle the electric vehicles, General Motors says, pay a fine and get out. Or, um, or no, no, they, okay, the so Wall Street Journal reports that, sorry, no, don't pay a fine. There's a buyout for the uh, dealership. 
So, so here's here's a check and get out. Can choose not to do it, but they're they're they will like lose get the, out of being a dealer or yeah, they lose their license to yes. to sell General Motors. Yes. Okay. Okay. I I can get behind that. A hundred and fifty out of the eight hundred Cadillac dealers in the United States took the buyout. Say that again. A hundred and fifty of the eight hundred Cadillac dealers in the United States took the buyout. Yeah. Said no, I'm, I'm. They just they're I'm out. Peace. Yep. Peace, yo. That's it. I'm done. Okay. I mean, if if you're done, you're done, right? Like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so there's a bunch of people there who, rather than actually try and you know put the money in and and move move their business forward, decided just to take the money and run. Yeah. Well, how much money, right? Yeah. If if GM is saying, "Hey, we're busy five thousand dollars." I've probably got. I had a business liquidating it. I'll probably make more. And like, what do I care about the people I employed? Is it all GM or is it specifically Cadillac? Well, the report talks specifically about Cadillac dealers. Hmm. We wanted to move fast and make sure dealers are ready for the acceleration. Cadillac North American Vice President told Automotive News. This is purely an option for those dealers who feel the EV journey is not suitable for them. Right. <sighs> Get out of the business. Make yep. way. Give space to those of us, well, not us, but those who are going to be doing this because EV is the future. EV better be the future. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're kind of fucked. Um, I saw some good news. I actually did look at the topic list kind of briefly, and I saw something in there that did make me smile. Would you like to guess what it is? <laughs> the uh, the fact that Ajit Pai is stepping down on Inauguration Day. Woo! I wish I had, like, the little poppers, <laughs> like the firecracker poppers, like, <laughs> yay! Tell me about Rosenworcel. Uh, she's been around a while, mm-hmm. about eight years. Um... Uh, I'm actually kind of hoping that he can convince uh, Clyburn to come back. But I'm not sure what the status is for um, previous FCC commissioners coming back to actually chair the FCC. Yeah. Uh, well, shoot. Okay, so what, is, what does this mean? That as of January 20th, 21st? January 21st. Oh, um, sorry. Uh, he's going to leave on the 20th. Okay. So they have until the 20th to fuck with Section 230. Yes. Act, uh, yeah. Well, um, they, have, they have actually to the end of the year because Michael O'Reilly, the other Republic, one of the other Republican commissioners, there's, th- there's three Republican commissioners right now. Right. It's three to two because there's five commissioners. Yep. Um, so Ajit Pai is going to be leaving January 20th, 2021. Yep. Michael O'Reilly was up for renewal of his commissioner seat. Yeah. But Trump pulled his nomination. What? Because he didn't support Trump's social media crackdown on 230. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. So his his term 
expired in June 2019, but there are rules stating if, you know, no replacement has... He can stay on because there's no replacement. Yes. um, He can stay through the end of this year, but if there's no replacement confirmed for him, he has to leave at the end of 2020, and then as soon as 2020 ends, then it's a 2-2 tie. And then if Ajit Pai leaves on Inauguration Day, it's going to be 2-1... Is he stepping down or is he like retiring on inauguration? Well, he's 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 stepping down from the commission. Oh my god. And so if the Senate doesn't nominate or confirm anyone, it's a 2 to 1 majority for the Democrats. Yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. Which my, if you look at the topic list, the topic right above it is the lone <laughs> Republican on the commission, Brendan Carr, talking to, uh, I think he was talking to Fox (laughs) Business. Yeah, he was talking on Fox Business earlier this week, where they're trying to basically ram through um, the replacement for O'Reilly so they can get to a 2-2 tie. In the the Senate? I mean, they, they would have to confirm... This other person between now and the end of the year, right? Well, earlier this week, the Senate Commerce Committee voted 14 to 12 to move the nomination to a full vote in the Senate. Party line? I do believe so, yes. Of course, it's party line. Yeah. Here we go again, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I can't wait to throw every argument that was made against net neutrality right back at them for net neutrality. <laughs> we can't allow a, uh, what was it? A non-elected group of individuals to decide the, we should get rid of this. I'm like, you know what? We cannot allow a non-elected group of individuals to remove the protections on our privacy and allow corporations to, uh, push forward with their own agendas and, fucking a man just goddamn yeah so that's the thing is so yeah end of the year it's down to 2-2 january 20th it's gonna go down to 2-1 so the senate needs to get this guy through yeah which means they will right yeah there's no way mcconnell lets that pass Mm -hmm. that would be beautiful to have a 2-1 majority (laughs) no it would not be beautiful because there's supposed to be five commissioners on there Well, but if there's a two to one, then you can make a deal with the Senate of like, look, we'll nominate a Republican and a Democrat. Yep, that's happened before. You confirm both of them. Yep, that has happened before. So give us a list of Republicans. The other question, though, is the fact that it can be, you know, aren't there members of the Senate who are currently out right now due to COVID? COVID? Uh, Probably. Is Grassley still out? Current senators with COVID. COVID-19 in Congress. GovTrack.us. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, Scott Grassley and Loeffler are all tested positive. That doesn't mean they can't go in and vote. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I think the, the current rules with the Congress right now means that if they're, they have to self-quarantine, I think that was put finally down in the rules. And the Senate does not allow allow remote voting, uh, unlike so the House. Scott is in quarantine. Oh, wow. All right. So 
Ron Johnson. <laughs> Fucking A. Okay, no, he's way back up here. Um, they've got they mixed with Senate and House, so I'm trying to, to find just the senators here. Uh, Senator Loeffler is quarantined until today. Grassley is out of quarantine, and that's it. Yep. Scott is out of quarantine. Okay. Did you hear McConnell put the kibosh on the Senate lunch? <laughs> oh, man. He finally, finally got around to say, like, you know what? Maybe us all meeting in person is a bad idea. Yep. <clears throat> uh, there are, however, several Republican representatives. I guess several representatives. I don't know how many of them are Republicans um, who are positive and in quarantine for most of December. But House, the House can uh, vote by proxy. Yes, the House can vote by proxy. Senate can't. Yeah, because if the Senate said, oh, yeah, we, we can vote by proxy, that would have been an admission that there's something going on. Mm-hmm. And we can't have that. <clears throat> <laughs> Do you know who the sponsor is for the Moore Act in the Senate? No. Kamala Harris. Ah. Oh, well, that's hilarious. Looking at the news feed uh, yep. at 12.38 p.m. yesterday, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has moved to end debate over Trump nomination that would deadlock the FCC, setting yeah. up a vote that could happen as soon as next week. So, of course... Amazing how quickly they move on it when it's something that they need to take care of. Yes. Look when at it that. involves a threat to their power. M- McConnell's motion came one day after the Senate Commerce Committee voted along poverty lines to advance the nomination to the full Senate. So doesn't fast. Sound like, doesn't sound like there was a whole lot of discussion there. <clears> hmm. <throat> Hawaii is offering free round-trip tickets if you are willing to go and take the job that you can work remotely in wherever you're at, but do it in Hawaii. Well, Dave, what do you think? <laughs> I think my the job that I work at um, still asks that I be in Madison. Oh. Otherwise, I might be moving on this. I would not be able to do that. <laughs> No, you you do not have that option either. No. Uh, It would be a little hard for me because class starts at 830 Central, which is like two in the morning, Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah, no, you would be you'd be a night owl. No, it would it would have to be like, I mean, I'd have to wake up that early. Yeah. Right. Like because the the class is eight and a half hours long. <laughs> hey, I, I know some of our morning drive people get up that early. Yep. <clears throat> that is not for me, sir. Not for me. <clears throat> now, if what? I did that and I could only do like afternoon classes, that would be awesome. We don't have enough of those. No. We don't have enough PM only classes. <clears throat> Speaking of tropical locations. Um, yeah. Fortunately, as we had talked about, Arecibo um, Oof. yeah, was shut down and they were going to dismantle it. Um, they were right to not try and repair it because it turns out it collapsed on December 1st. Yep. 
And did you see the video? Yes, that's the I linked one of the uh, drone footage videos. Yeah, that was impressive. <clears throat> I can't tell. Like I, I wish I were better at uh, forensic architecture. Is is the term to like reconstruct what happened? Looking at the pictures from above, I can't tell if the impact of the instrument package or the falling cables, one or the other, created like a line across part of the dish. And it almost looks like the instrument package hit the dish so hard it like snapped a piece off of it. Mm. But then looking back through the images again, Arecibo... Uh, looking at the, the more recent images, those may have just been like the cables falling here. I'll hang on. I'm documenting a picture. You tell me, what do you think, Andy? Is this line across the, the part of the dish? Is that from the cable snapping or is that because the instrument panel hit the dish so hard that it like broke that piece off? Hmm. I think it's the cables. No, it's got to be the cables. Because the outer rim is is not detached. No. Man, that dish must have been so... Like, it, it looks like it didn't take a lot to break the dish. Well, no, because the dish is actually mesh. It's not solid. Really? Oh, because otherwise water would pool in it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have Arecibo Lake... <laughs> Okay, so most of the damage was just from falling debris. Yeah, pretty much. Other than, you know, the smashed instrument panel, which had to cost huge amounts of money. So did they, I I guess what would make sense then is they built the three towers, they built the instrument package, lifted it up, and then built the dish under it? I do believe so. (laughs) It's, It's been a while since I've been there. Yep. Jealous that you got to go there. Man, that was a pain in the butt to get to, too. It is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and all the road (laughs) signs are in Spanish. (laughs) So we, we, uh, when we went down there, we, the first day, uh, I don't remember if it was, we were in San Juan or we went out west, one of the two. But there's a there's a great big cave system in the middle of Arecibo that we went to go see. Mm-hmm. The idea would be, okay, we see the cave system, then we go see Arecibo. Well, we saw the cave system, but then trying to go from the cave system to Arecibo, I think I accidentally went, like, west instead of going east or something like that. And I was just driving through, the, like, the back roads of Puerto Rico. <laughs> where it's like, you know, single lane cliff down the side and i'm driving this little tiny suzuki that we rented that was that was not fun <laughs> yeah and so you know after like driving for like 20 30 minutes i'm like i don't know where we are i don't know where we are and then i was like wait we still have the gps because you know this was back before google maps <clears throat> and it luckily had the puerto rico maps on the gps nice so i'm like all right just get us out of here <laughs> just just start sending us back to San Juan. If we hit the major highways, then I can get us back to where we need to go. But yeah, no, it was raining and drizzling <laughs> that first day. And then the second day when we went out to there, it was, you know, clear as a bell. So worked out Kate pretty well. He texted me that you guys got lost and that the, the roads were very narrow. 
and dropped off at the edge. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I'm just kind of remembering Montana, too. You remember driving in Montana? Yep. Along the highway, in the mountains, in my Camry. Going to uh, Devil's Tower. That wasn't Montana. I know, but right? that was still, we got off the highway and we were driving on the back roads. Yep. And then also taking I, the... Were you, I, that was the weirdest part for me when we did that, because you guys decided to do that while I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you you like wake me up and be like dave dave it's devil's tower i'm like the fuck is devil's tower where are we like we're at devil's tower i'm like oh where is that and then i went back to sleep it's in the middle of wyoming <laughs> like why do i care i hadn't seen close encounters of the third kind i didn't know the significance of devil's tower okay it was just like I I was so upset. I'm like, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are we stopped? I am so tired. <laughs> Let's go home. <laughs> I don't think I ever told you. I between dropping you off at your house and driving to my house, I almost fell asleep at the wheel three times. I I don't doubt it. I pulled into the pe- the my parents' house. I went up to the bedroom. And I was just like, I was out for like 12 hours. I don't think I even changed out of my clothes. Like, I just laid down on the bed and fell asleep. Speaking of the cross-country super trip, PAX dates are announced. Yep. PAX 2021. I guess they're hoping that the, um, uh, the thing. COVID. Yeah, the vaccine. There we are. The vaccine, yes. They're hoping the vaccine will be, like, cleared by that. PAX East, June 3rd through 6th. PAX West, September 3rd through 6th. PAX Unplugged in Pennsylvania, December 10 and 12th. PAX East might be a little ambitious. Yeah. June? That's that's pushing it. That's a little... mm, Don't know if that's going to happen. Do you also notice that there is no PAX South? on the list i did not i did not notice that uh i did note that pax os says tbd yeah because they'll probably need like special permission from the victorian government um i've already requested and received vacation days for west i'm tempted to go look at like plane tickets because they're probably super cheap right now probably Let's see, is it flights.google.com? Oh, google.com slash flights. <clears throat> MSN to Seattle, from Madison to SEA, and I want that to be on... This is this is what people listen to the show for, right? Is <laughs> us doing random shit like this? September 1st, come back on... No, not January. Why, why would it do that? I clicked a date, and it didn't select the date. September 3rd through the 6th? So I took vacation on, like, the 1st through the 7th, I think. Flying in a day early, and then you're going to leave on Tuesday. Or you could leave Wednesday. $292 round trip from DTW. Holy shit! I should buy those tickets right now. Right? Like, I should hop on this Under 300 bucks? I... 
man, I remember th- looking at that years ago, and it was over four hundred. Six hundred. Si- yeah, six hundred. I remember for you? being six hundred dollars. Yeah, here's one with a layover in uh, St. Paul. Total time is ten hours. Oof. Nonstop flight on Delta could be three seventy two round trip. Like that's not bad, right? No. Well, wait, nonstop from where? Not from oh, Madison. So, no, Detroit. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. They don't have nonstop to Madison. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah, I might. I might jump in on this like right now. Yeah, I didn't. Even, I didn't look for Kalamazoo. Here's one that goes from uh, Madison to Detroit to Seattle. <laughs> fly backwards to fly forwards. Oh, United goes to, where's this one? The question is, how much is the travel insurance for it? <laughs> There's your question. Because I don't want to do this without travel insurance. Do you this get, could be really bad. Does your... Does your credit card have travel insurance at all or no? Uh, it might. Pandemic flying. All right, Dave, is there any other topics you want to hit before? We no, wrap we this should, up? we should probably wrap this up. Okay. Um, Warner brothers releasing all of their movies next year on HBO max. Salesforce bought slack for 27.7 billion. Too bad. They didn't do that a year and a half ago. Probably would have been a much better deal for them. Well, when did Microsoft release Teams? Mm, release it or like really start using it? When did they put it in Office 365 for free? I don't know if it's actually free in Office 365, no, but I it is part it of the Office 365 package. I think, it, uh, I think it's free in the package. We started using, when did we start using Teams? When did we start using Teams? Teams, Teams, Teams. Let's see. They uh, uh, they announced it March fourteenth, twenty seventeen. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Let's see. They it's they announced it in March. Slack ran a full page advertisement in the New York Times, basically, yeah, uh, saying, "Hey guys, thanks." Thanks for what? Basically, stealing what Slack was. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because Slack had the original idea for a, like, corporate-based chat system. Mm-hmm. Sure. Dear Microsoft, <clears throat> wow, big news, congratulations. We're genuinely excited to have some competition. Yeah, it's it's all, like, one big backhanded thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Very similar to the Apple ad of, like, welcome IBM. Yeah. <clears throat> See, why can't like these these things be more like the um uh who is it? It's Spielberg and or no, it was it was Lucas and Cameron, right? Sure. I don't know what you're those are both directors. They they kept purchasing full page ads in the New York Times to congratulate each other. Oh. I thought it was them. Maybe it wasn't. Because, like, they kept beating each other's records. Ah, yeah, I could see that. All right. Uh, Random review, yeah? Yes, it is your review. My review, I would like to review the game I've been playing for the last two weeks. Okay. Horizon Zero Dawn. 
Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I have the complete edition from Guerrilla Games, and damn, it's a good game, Andy. <laughs> Holy shit, this is a good game. Um, it's a open world RPG. Is this and the one where the person has like a bow and arrow. You have a bow and arrow and a spear, and you're battling giant metal animals. Like robot dinosaur kind of thing. Okay. Actually, very few dinosaurs. Like, there's giant robot ostriches. Uh, there's robot bulls. There's robot alligators. Now, the alligators are fucking huge. Uh, they are like 20 plus feet long. Um, there's giant robot like condors and they all have like elements attached to this. And like, they're all like they have a canister of, of this thing called blaze, which is basically napalm um, or like chill water, which is a, a like liquid nitrogen. Um, and, and you're there with a bow and arrow and a spear. And it is so fun. Holy crap, it's fun, Andy. It's the controls are are pretty standard. I'm not gonna say they're like super great or anything, but like it's responsive. Um there's a stealth element to it because of course there's a stealth mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um what sort of open world RPG would it be if it didn't have a stealth mechanic? There's a variety in the weapons, so not only do you have bow and arrow, but you have like slings that can hurl bombs and you've got uh, a, a, I don't even know what to call it. They call in the game. It's called a rope caster, and it's like keeping in mind the things you're using against are giant metal creatures. Um, you you fire an arrow tied to a string at said creature, and then you fire the other end into the ground. The idea being it it ties them down, right? It it pins oh. them yeah, yeah, to yeah. a place, and you can hit them multiple times and like pull them to the ground with it. Um, there's a variety of weapons. There's a variety of styles. There's a variety of tactics. You do fight humans as well because there's some cults. Cause of course there's a cult. Hmm. It's always a cult. That's post-apocalyptic uh, worlds for you. Yeah. And, and so it is kind of post-apocalyptic, but like you don't know how or why at the start. And that is literally the story that you are following and that you are reconstructing. So like you're going around and you're finding uh, relics of the past and you're putting together like what happened. The title of the game is horizon zero dawn. And it turns out without getting too spoilery zero dawn is an event that Mm. happened in the past. And so the game is figuring out what was zero dawn and why are these people trying to kill you? It's really good. I highly recommend this. Oh, it's available on Windows. It is. It's available on Steam, actually. Not that you have time to play an open world RPG. Yeah, no. Like, I like my game when it's six minutes long and I can put it down. Yep. So that, I mean, I if... If you were to come to me and say, what game should I play if I had time to play it? Horizon Zero Dawn would be on that list. Okay. Now, are you using, are you playing it on the computer or what? 
I'm playing it on my PlayStation 4. Okay. Um, I've played actually a lot more on the PS4 since pandemic started because my office is next to the PlayStation. Ah. And so I will finish my work day and I will turn in my chair thusly. I don't know if you can hear a difference in the audio because now I'm not facing the computer. I'm facing the television. And I will pop the chair. There we go. And lean it back. And now I am in like relaxed gaming mode. I see. And so I, I will just sit here and play. And Laura will come downstairs and spend time down here uh, instead of playing up her games upstairs because I'm done with work. And we have a good time. Actually, this is one of the first games that we've played where she's been like backseat gaming. Um, which has been a blast. Like, it's been really fun. So, Horizon Zero Dawn. Good game. Okay. I will put it on my possible list. <laughs> I'll, add it, I'll add it to the list. The list that the, keeps on getting... The, like, I'm on vacation list? Yeah. Okay. Random topic. Random topic. <clears throat> Rolled ahead of time. What are you creating... Other than offspring, you hope outlives you. I mean, huh. I can think of three things like right away. One of which is this. Like, I hope this doesn't disappear when you and I die. I hope that RA podcast is preserved somewhere as a glimpse into history. I mean, this is is like primary documents, right? Like mm-hmm. this is, or not even this isn't the primary documents. This is the interpretation of the primary documents. Yes. So this is one of the things for me. What about you? Well, it's it's interesting because <clears throat> I am working at a transmitter site that has been there since 19. 19- 37. So I am I am working with, you know, a, a legacy sort of place. It's like, you know, I can, I can, you know, go through the names of the engineers and the people who have worked there who, you know, started this thing way back when and literally I am now like dealing with their legacy. It's, you know, <laughs> their equipment has outlasted them. So part of me just wants to almost, you know, like keep keep it going. It's like mm-hmm. I was ha- I was handed the baton, and it's Do my job. Do you guys job. have like at the bottom of the transmitter tower? Everyone's like carved their initials into the the antenna or something. No, nobody. It, it would have been nice if there was something like that. I mean, you could start that, Andy. I know. I I probably could, but yeah, no. It's yeah. the The radio station has had those call letters, had that frequency since nineteen thirty seven. That's a long time ago. I know. That's that's older. That's older than the Lone Ranger. There's there's a claim to fame. Like oh, it's I you know what you know it's an interesting claim to fame. I looked this up. Ti- the Detroit Tigers didn't start playing night games until 19 19 it was like 46, 1946 because Tiger Stadium at the time didn't have lights. And they didn't want to use the steel during to the wartime the to make the light towers. 
So so they waited until after the war was over (laughs) and then built the light towers to have a night game. And our radio station was part of the Tigers syndication at that time. So I could say, you know, (laughs) we have played every single night game that the Tigers have ever played on our radio station. Sorry, just texting your wife. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's a history. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I didn't really create it, but I I know the legacy is there. I kind of like the idea of you, um, like putting down the names of the engineers that came before you. If you start at the bottom and work up, and then every subsequent engineer gets to add their name on top of it, and doing that like on the transmitter. Well, the transmitter itself, those things have been gone. It's, I actually found a, a, a picture uh, from 1962 because RCA actually paid us with new equipment, I guess. Or we paid, you know, we did something where all our, all our equipment back in 1962 was switched over to RCA equipment. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture in the, the article of the transmitter room for the radio station. And it's freaky to actually, like, stand in that room and look at the photo from 1962 and then, like, you know, <laughs> put, put your phone down and actually look and be like, oh, that's why the floor is set up the way it is. <laughs> well, okay, that's why that part of, you know, that's why there's two different sets of tile here because there used to be a wall here because the transmitters were so large it blah, 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 yep. blah, blah. Yep. So work was my second answer of like, I I want the things that I do. I want the improvements that I make and I want the contributions that I make to be large enough and important enough that they will outlast me at work because, and that's not just a, a matter of like personal pride, but because of what my company does, right? Like what does, like we, we produce software to help hospitals, I mm-hmm. want that to to happen, and I want to make that better, and I'd love for that to carry forward as well. Yeah, no, I part of the things that I do with the the broadcasting community is they always do. Well, they did every November a uh, broadcast career builders conference where they invited high school and college kids in for that you know people who are interested in the business. And I always made sure to, you know, volunteer my time for that conference. And it's just like, I want to, I want to, you know, I was, I was in those seats way back when I want to, you know, you know, pass it forward, you know, give, give the people who are coming up behind me as much knowledge as I can. I think that's it. Like, I think that's where we're at. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.